0: And welcome to DQ Chats. Uh, I'm here this afternoon, I am Trina Hasthorpe and I'm here this afternoon with Deb Wall and Mark Deary from Capellaba State College. Hello. Hello Trina. Hello. And this afternoon I'm really excited to be here because we are going to talk about the web series that Deb and Mark uh, developed and produced from vision to final product uh, through 2018 and 2019 called Who Killed Romeo and Juliet? Uh, And I wanted to ask a few questions this afternoon, but the first one that I really want to know is why a web series? At what point did you decide this is the way forward for us?
1: We were having conversations around really an alternative to a musical. We're not a college that actually does musicals. uh, And we wanted something that would have a life long beyond a musical. Uh, And we were interested in new forms. So Mark and I were discussing could it be a feature film? Could it be a range of different things? And then we started discussing the ABC series Little Lunch, mm-hmm. uh, which we both loved and is highly successful. Set uh, year six lunch times in the playground, and that was we developed from that really as a concept.
2: Yeah, and we we had a lot of keen actors like there's a lot of kids here who are really keen with acting and because we don't do musicals because we can't necessarily fill a whole musical cast we thought with the web series we'd have a slightly kind of tighter cast potentially we didn't know how many people would audition but um yeah the the web series format for us kind of made sense because we could do it in small bits and if we couldn't get through a whole series we'd do something shorter so
0: okay on that idea on that how many people audition how many people did you get in the end
2: um i think maybe 40 or so kids auditioned wow. down at our school so that it's a decent percentage of kids here like so, absolutely yeah a lot said out volunteer and in the end we in the for people who've watched it hopefully everyone's seen it but towards the end there's we we ended up putting how many kids was that like 200, 200. Kids, like almost half the kids at school so
0: that's yeah, incredible was cool. and was that having a 40 students audition at that point were you able to expand or contract the script based on the interest you had
2: well this is a really interesting thing because when at the end of 2017, me and David talked about it in 2017, and um, we got the go-ahead, like, what can you do? Let's do something. So we got the go-ahead from our principal, and um, over the holidays, my wife, who is a screenwriter, me and her have worked on independent films for 17 years mm-hmm. now. So uh, I said to her, hey, do you want to write a series? And she's like, sure. So she wrote something based on something she'd written a while ago which was a whole other thing originally. It, was a whole, it had a whole different name. So I arrived on like day one of school and held it up on parade, like, who wants to be in this thing? And it was eight <laughs> episodes and it's a whole other thing. But it had a bunch of stuff in it and it had, it was kind of like, you know, it, what it needed was like, okay, great. So then when people started auditioning, it was like, uh, okay, this isn't gonna happen. Like, we didn't have enough staff who would act and we didn't have, like, I thought a lot of kids would want a crew and we had way more kids who wanted to act. So uh-huh. she ended up rewriting the whole thing. She had an idea one day, like, oh, maybe I'll make something about an understudy's understudy. And we'd been talking about the year 10s, we're doing, um, or the year 9s maybe, we're doing Romeo and Juliet. So a few of the girls who were keen to act were talking about it and so they kind of came together and it was an understudy's understudy for who killed Romeo and Juliet was the idea she had. So then we were really writing episodes as we were shooting. Like, I don't think okay. the whole series was even finished when we started shooting. It, it was close, maybe we had like three out of the five episodes or something.
0: So having a, a talented, flexible writer like Candice stear Helps. <laughs> helps, <Yeah. laughs> helps. Is it <laughs> necessity, would you say?
2: <sighs> well, I, I mean, w- it's, I think you could try. I, it's interesting because if you talk about like, I mean, we're probably getting ahead of ourselves, but talking about things that happened after the series, like, because mm. the kids in our drama, <laughs> in the drama and practice class specifically, actually, made their own thing for a piece of assessment because they'd been on set yep. as actors and crew and they did this thing entirely on their own. So even though it wasn't quite the same, you know, level of work, like the writing wasn't as good and the, you know, performances might not been as good, the camera might not have as good. It was still quality like to yeah. look at and they'd obviously learned a lot from the process. So I think if you wanted to have a stab, you could. Like I, I talked about the web series at an Adam conference before we'd released the series or, or right as we were releasing the series in 2019. and. Off the back of that, a few teachers were like, oh, I'm going to make a unit on this. Oh, I'm going to start writing one. I've always wanted right. to write something. So I think like, I think you could have a go. It, I think it would just, the scale of it would grow or shrink based on your ability or what you thought you could do for your context. And,
0: and for people who haven't seen it, what does the final product actually look like? What is your web series?
1: So there's five episodes. They're very glossy and they actually look beautiful. And they're actually filmed on site. And the younger students in particular are just amazed that they can be so frightened, uh, you know, that the tension is is developed uh, and they are in spaces that they would normally go into every day and they were totally uh, immersed in the drama. So doing it on site was cheap. Yeah. um but it it just had long term benefits because they ended up using the web series for year eight English unit yeah. and the teachers reported that much level a higher level of engagement from the students because you know they'd been extras in the production en masse um, and they could see our cultural center and different places around the you know, sites. Well,
0: that's it. So <laughs> it will always be Capellaba yeah. State College if featured yes. in that web series. Yeah. But
1: in a totally different way from they'd ever imagined it. Great yeah
0: because what I love about the idea of a web series as well is that theatre is ephemeral, that's the beauty of it, but it also means that you can never really capture it and all of us have tried to film it before and it never works the way you really want it to. Whereas the web series allows you to capture that work and reshow it in different contexts for, for years to come
1: and, and you've already found ways to use that as you're mm. saying? Yes, and we talk about it as the project that just keeps on giving. So even though 2017 the conversation started and this is 2021 and and it's still showing around the world at um, film festivals. So, you know, that's great. That's four, five years of, you know, a a project living in a community, a college community. That's
0: fantastic. Mm. Did you have the film festivals in mind when you started?
2: We did have, so that was almost like a goal for us is we knew that a lot of, Uh, a lot of local festivals especially but then once we looked we realized internationally was becoming a thing that web series was like an emerging category so we thought well that's another thing we can do is like we've got a chance in that category versus short film when we were just using all non-actors like inexperienced young actors and we didn't have a massive budget so like the odds of us competing on those larger you know, categories, then it turned out that we were against Robbie Hood, which had like a $2 million budget, and we were against Contact and stuff. So we, were, we ended up in a lot of film festivals going up against really high profile web series. But yeah, I mean, we couldn't believe it. We've been in three or four uh, festivals in LA, and uh, wow. Miami's coming up in. I think in April this year, 2021, that is, and uh, yeah, it's played everywhere. It's it played incredible. in Abu Dhabi and it's played in Europe a few places. Berlin, it just played in last month. So, yeah. so
1: sadly, because of COVID, we didn't get to travel to those locations oh, so sad. and experience those. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, as Art hot, oh, I, so you know, I would have needed to have gone <laughs> to chaperone. Um, however, it was great that in a year when you know not a lot of live mm. arts was happening and um, we couldn't be sharing, it was out there being shared and i think now as well the the college community the parents the children they all they know because of covid what um binging on web series really <laughs> means now because yes. when we started we a lot of them didn't know what a web series was
0: mm. okay yeah i think the kids mm, really in nice. it. even yeah. the kids in
2: it yeah. kind of it, it, it was hard because they, they auditioned it for a few months and then they oh not auditioned like rehearsed for a few months and then we when we shot it from the september to the december and i think then they kind of had to wait a year like it didn't come out till the november of the following year because wow. we were in post-production for a year so as they kind of started seeing parts of it they were like oh i see it's like this oh it's like so then when it was released it was everyone was talking about it because not everyone had forgotten about it like they knew it was happening but yeah it was yeah. a really big thing for everybody to say that's a thing and, and but it, it.
1: one of the things in terms of building their buy-in as a college was it, at the end of the year in those last couple of weeks just before the christmas holidays we only had years seven eight and nine still at school every student who was still at school was part of the filming of of an episode and they were just fantastic they were all in our theatre space as a theatre audience but they had to do everything on cue yeah. uh, and they were absolutely silent and we were so proud of them because Peter Jackson couldn't get a New Zealand rugby audience to do the sound effects appropriately for <laughs> Lord of the Rings but we <laughs> nailed it at Copalabar for our episodes that needed
2: to be filmed. So and
0: it was a real community yeah. the whole school community came in to create this.
2: Yeah, It was amazing and they did have a reverence in there. that yeah. like, I think that was what I was, I had a reference. All of us were surprised at how good they were. So yeah, everybody came together. It was great.
0: Your mention of COVID there has also uh, made me reflect on a conversation that Deb and I had about how this could be um, moving forward, because we now know that live venues aren't just something we can definitely rely on. Um, and when you started creating this, this was a pre-COVID um, project. And and now what what learnings would you take from that in our now hopefully, fingers crossed, post-COVID environment. How could a web series be something that we could use going forward with all our learnings that we have now about um, the fact that we can't always rely on theatre spaces?
1: I think in terms of, um, I think workload is a really big thing in schools Mm -hmm. um, and it was with this project as well. But I think in terms of um, trying to structure a project and manage it. Mm. Um, you know, it's a big project over a long period of time. So managing that through through the time. Um, but I'm thinking as well in terms of future proofing yes. um, by having a web series and uh, Candice was particularly clever setting it about a school production, was a school production of Romeo and Juliet that went wrong. Um, so that was really clever. So you can still have your sense of live theater if you were wanting to, build as much as, you know, depending on what you're going to make your web series about. But um, it had the performance aspects to it, but then it, it's it got the web series that keeps on going. Yeah. Um, and The other thing about it, it's really enriched our students' understanding of um, projected performance like mediatised performance. So as those students who were in year 10 at the time or year 9 and 10, there were some older students as well, but as they came up then in year 11 and 12, they really understood um, the possibilities of how they could use mediatised performance Hmm. in their live theatre. Yeah, I don't know if I answered that question no, no, though about, I, but yeah, in no, a roundabout definitely.
0: way. <laughs> yeah, the future proofing and also the fact that this can be used with the current syllabus mm. and and the learnings there as well. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering, Mark, you've obviously had a lot of experience, 17 years, you were saying, in yep. the film industry. For our listeners out there who are thinking, I have zero ex- years experience in the film industry, what is this achievable for those teachers?
2: So that's a really good question. In the way that. I remember when I presented at the Adam Conference like the Australian Teachers of Media uh, state conference in 2019 and I was so burnt out at the time because we were mid-launching episodes so I'd barely been sleeping and I just I'll never forget it I was doing a session <laughs> and I showed an episode and then I talked for a while about it then I showed another episode I think I had 90 minutes and so but it was about maybe 35 minutes in and somebody's like, yeah, this is all good, but how do we do this? You know, and <laughs> I was like, oh no. And so then the whole rest of the time I was just being slaughtered, you know, but I, and I hadn't planned to show this. I kind of changed on the fly and we'd just done our drama in practice performance oh. where I had had nothing to do with it. Like I hadn't filmed it. I hadn't turned on the camera. I hadn't edited it. Like it was done completely by students who had crewed and acted in the web series, like who were in drama in practice. Right. So. Don't get me wrong, they'd had the experience of being in a web series. so does that count? I don't know if it does. But I I think what it is, is it it comes down to scope. Like you think really like if you can hold a camera on someone, you can film something, if you can edit it, you can, you know, create a story and play with time because that's the thing. Editing lets you get multiple angles of something. You can change the timing. And then once you have like those basic foundations down and you write a story, you kind of can just do your best. So like, I mean, I think as a one-man band show on this, because I did most of the crewing, like not mm-hmm. trying to take a lot of credit or whatever, but everyone was just really busy. You know, we had the two the two teachers who act in it, so they were usually there, like so we have more teachers with the yeah. students, and so they would often like hold a boom mic like, for me or do whatever, but a lot of the students were there on the holidays, but then couldn't get their weekends. So it, w- it was tough, you know, it was very tough. And I would say I couldn't have done it at the scope and scale that we did it if I didn't have the 10 years professional experience that I had before I became a teacher. So the scope of our web series isn't necessarily something you would aim to copy so much as like, maybe it's aspirational because you look at, yeah. if you look at Robbie hoods, like just as one example that was uh, SBS produced, like you can't make that and you see it. And it's like, that's like a real thing. Like I'd go to the cinema and see, whereas ours is kind of, it's like a halfway point. It's like, oh, I could do that. And even if you couldn't do that, like what you try to do is it's still going to come out good, you know, and be a fun project. Cause I think it's like too rich a task and, and it has too many benefits to to not try just because you think you aren't experienced enough or don't have enough skills. Like you kind of just do what you do as you go. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was going to say too that um, schools or some schools put a lot of money into different sorts of arts projects. So, you know, if if you're a, a school that is into musicals and has big budgets, you know, it might be that one year that they do this as an alternative uh, and put the money that you put into um, permissions, um, paying royalties, et cetera, et cetera, that, you know, that goes into paying a screenwriter to work with you to develop something. Mm. So you, you know, you may not have the screenwriter, you might, you know, but you may have a great film department or et cetera. Well, the yeah. same thing. Like you can mm.
2: hire, there are places like um, Noosa Film School who like come in and teach you for a day workshop or something so if you did a day workshop that might give you enough knowledge to yeah. then do the filming for the next three or four months you know on weekends yeah. that yeah. you would have done rehearsals for your musical. so yeah mm. i think that's right yeah. i think like maybe if the script seems like a big hurdle get someone to write it for yeah. you like if the production's a big hurdle bring in someone to help you with the workshop to learn how to do it but i, I definitely think you know, especially schools with the film department, like the kids should know how to edit and put together something. So like it's one of those things where like as a school you come together and we did, like it exceeded our expectations massively. I don't, We didn't really know what we didn't know when we got into it. and But as you say, it's become this massive project that's bigger than all of us. It's been really amazing.
1: That being said, the longest episode is 12 minutes. So i definitely say in terms of scope, Start yes. small. Yeah. You know, Two minute episodes. You know, yeah. if you look at if you look at Bluey, you know, Bluey's got, you know, four or five minute episodes. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, our web series, you know, start small yep. and you know, let it grow as opposed to start with feature film. And as also think, yeah. hearing possible
0: cross-curricular links yeah, with uh, absolutely. Media Arts, mm. FTV, it, with either the teachers or the students or both, mm. to try and get that editing skill, the camera skill in as well. Yeah, Definitely.
2: And I think starting with the younger students is a good thing too, because like, that's another motivator bepo- between, like, that made us start the web series in the first place, was we had a bunch of really keen year nines, mm. so they, most of them were in year 10 in the series, who were just like... Can we be in something? Can we do something? Hey, you used to work in film. Can we make something? And so, and then cool. they'd say to Miss Wall in class, like, oh, we're doing drama, but can we do this because we know this? And then because they were doing film and drama. And so I think their keenness also helped. And I think if you've got students in year eight or nine starting out, then by the time they're in year 11 and 12, you might have, you're going to have more experience sort of thing. And then they can teach the year nines and it'll, it can become a cyclical thing. If you wanted to do it ongoing instead of musicals, maybe because of social distancing becomes a permanent thing or something. So you can't bring in, 200 parents to your school or whatever, but you can have a screening online where they can watch it whenever they want.
1: And one of the things the college really understood was the nature of the partnership. So one yes. of the, we had a really beautiful red carpet event at our local cinema. Oh, wow. And um, that particular um, cinema complex here in Kapalaba, they um, take a lot of our work experience students, they take a lot of our um, hospitality students that do um, parts of their course for competency, um, yeah so they were just so excited to be involved and and they created this great event for us so the all the cast walked the red carpet with the creatives um, that we showed they'd already seen Two or three episodes? It was was only the last episode. Oh, it was only the last episode. So everyone was like, the excitement in the
2: air was amazing. It was such a great night.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, we had all the food and drinks and um, non-alcoholic, of course. (laughs) Uh, And then at the end, we had the big Q&A at the end, you know, and it was just such a buzz. Yeah. Yeah, so packed out a big cinema. We made
2: it black tie, so everybody was really dressed up. up. So a lot of the the students who hadn't had a formal yet, it was their first time getting dressed up, and it it was really amazing. It was.
0: That's gorgeous. Yeah. That the idea of that is just making me grin from ear to ear. Like, and and having so many different parts—not mm. just of your college community, but yeah. the actual community involved as well. That's yes. amazing. Congratulations! I think this—the web series sounds incredible. And uh, Deb and Mark have very generously um, are presenting two sessions at our upcoming conference. Um, they're presenting acting for camera and a session about their web series, uh, Who Killed Romeo and Juliet? If people are thinking of coming to those sessions, what would they be expecting to hear about?
1: So the, the web series about Who Killed Romeo and Juliet, we'd really encourage you to have up, previewed. Uh, I think you'll get a whole lot more out of it. At
2: Where can least. they
0: preview their web series?
2: It's freely available online. You can see it on YouTube. So if you just, if you Google Who Killed Romeo and Juliet, it'll come up first. There's a playlist.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, and then so that'll be a QA and a and uh, Candice will be involved with that uh, as our screenwriter. And the other workshop will be a practical workshop about acting for camera.
0: Brilliant. OK, excellent. Uh, thank you both so much for uh, joining us this afternoon. And I personally can't wait, as I'm sure many of our listeners won't be able to, to um, see those sessions and see you both at the conference. Thank you so much. Thank you for having you.
2: us.